They are the best of the best. The FBI Academy is the toughest boot camp, hardest grad school rolled into one. They're smarter. smarter. Congratulations. You made it in. Let's see if you can survive. They're tougher. Don't move. Keep your hands where I can see them. And one of them will become our nation's greatest threat. Are you telling me you think one of these people is a terrorist? Priyanka Chopra stars in Quantico. Series premieres Sunday, September 27th, 10, 9 central on ABC. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hello, After Buzzers. Welcome back to Public Morals Season 1, Episode 4. You guessed it. It's Ladies Night. Uh, could you tell by Christina's amazing dance moves? I'm kind of feeling that. Oh, what a night. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Hi, guys. I'm Roxy Stryer, and this is Christina Kaplan. Hi. We are here talking about our favorite show, and I don't say that lightly. I'm so incredibly obsessed with this show right now. It kind of took me by surprise how much I liked it. And now I'm just like on for the ride. Don't care. I can't like focus on anything else when this show is on. It's all about me and the show. Yeah. No, I 100% agree because I didn't even know what the show was about when Phil first pitched it to us. Yeah. And I was like, okay, it was either that or Teen Mom. And I mean, I didn't really want to cover Teen Mom. Let's be honest. We like, we like riveting television. And so, after the first episode, I was just Hooked. stunned. I know. I, I, I love it. I'm so excited that you're here to talk today because I've gotten to sit and pick Anna's brain and Phil's brain. And yes, they will be back here next week. But I haven't got to pick your brain about all these different things. And I feel like uh, it's a very opinion-based show right now because yeah. there there is no black and white. It's all in the gray. And I can't tell who exactly I'm rooting for and who's a little slimier than maybe we even think. Uh, so it, it's going to be interesting to hear your take on it. And I wonder if we'll, we'll agree on most things. I guess well, we'll have to see. I remember you saying in our group chat, that you had a a prediction or an idea or or a theory, but I hadn't watched episode three yet. So I think you and Anna talked about it. Yeah, yeah, we talked a little bit about it. So and, I'll be interested to hear what that is eventually in we'll, the show. We'll get there. We'll, we will absolutely get there. Yeah, I, I know I didn't want to spoil it. No spoilers on this no. show. Uh, okay, so let's get right into it. Um, we've got a situation with Terry going on here, and he has been called in by a hotel manager because this guy, Steady Freddy, is doing something. He's doing something in his hotel that is shady, where he's making money and for the hotel manager, it's not paying him off and he doesn't want Steady Freddy there. So he calls his buddy Terry and he's like, all right, I need you to come and I need you to, I need you to handle this. I need you to handle this. And what does Terry do? He handles it. Yeah, because that's like what Terry freaking does. Straight up. Like, what isn't Terry going to be able to handle? He manages to get free food, free hotel. Like, okay, he might not be making that much money, but... He's making more than he's letting on to his wife. Yeah, but you know what I like? I mean, that is one side of it that doesn't really 
hold to what I'm about to say, but what I really like about his character is that even though he could totally take advantage of all of these people and be a real sleazy cop, he's not. He's everything that every situation he's in, he he comes off so kind of smooth and sweet and You think he's an actual good guy. Yeah. Like even though he is obviously playing his wife a little bit in terms of she doesn't know all the things right. he's doing. And even though he is cutting this deal with Steady Freddy and, and convincing him to do all this, you think that in his heart or in his soul, whatever, however you want to qualify it, that he's a good dude. Yeah, because for the most part it's he's doing these somewhat shady things for the greater good. You know, like there's something like he's trying to fix a problem. Obviously, he, this hotel guy doesn't like Steady Freddy in there doing whatever he's doing, some illegal stuff. And so he's writing a wrong with like a little bit of a wrong. You yeah. know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, I like do. A, like a minor wrong like to on the make scale, a better... Yeah, on, on the, the wrong scale. Exactly. I, I, I'm totally with you. That's what <laughs> I was talking about at the top. Like, I can't even tell. I can't tell because Terry could flip on a dime here. Yeah. He could end up doing something really, really shady that we don't trust. Um, and, you know, right now he's pretending like he's looking into what's actually happened with Mr. O, but he's actually kind of avoiding it because he doesn't want to cause a big problem. But he, he sends Steady Freddy off. Um, and I don't know. Steady Freddy seems way slimier than Terry does to me. Oh, yeah. How did you feel about him? Yeah, no, he... uh, Most of the guys that they've come across as far as, like, all the guys that were in the poker... That poker game, um, they are slimy, but the total kind of, like, New Yorker guy... Yeah. You know? I don't know. So, Steady Freddy was just another one of the characters along with what was the I forget the guy's name that was playing Chet or was out at the park remember when he went to talk to that guy in this episode no it was I think episode two and the guy was like oh I don't want to go back to jail oh because he went to talk to him about the poker game if it was true because it wasn't on that guy's list oh right 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 so Steady Freddy falls into that category one of his informants informant guys Yeah. yeah they're all kind of sleazy guys and he's making deals with them to you know help both sides basically. Yeah, Terry has friends and if you're listening on iTunes right now I'm using the quotation mark <laughs> air quotes. Uh, yeah the air quotes <laughs> he has friends in all different places he's right. got these informants he's got people who are looking out for him cutting him deals uh, but really at the end of the day I feel like any of these guys would stab him right in the back and he yeah. would stab any of them he doesn't really care about them I have a feeling that he only really cares about uh, his fellow cops, not even all of them, but some of them and his family. Right. So these, you know, I use the term friends really loosely. Um, And I know that there's something, we have more stuff to talk about, Terry, but uh, there's a show you want to tell me a little bit about, uh, and I want to hear about it from you. Yes, Quantico. I don't know if you guys have seen the previews. I have. It looks amazing. It comes, or I'm sorry, it premieres Sunday, September 27th on ABC. And basically, it's Quantico is where FBI trains their incoming uh, informant not, recruits, I guess you call them. Um, and so the show basically is highlighting all of these. They're the smartest, strongest. They have the best skills. So you really kind of get to see an inside look at what it's like training at Quantico with the FBI. Cool. Um, so the only thing with this show is there is a traitor. 
and you don't know who it is. So that's the twist. Is it? It's an exciting plot twist because you're wondering the entire time. I love shows like that because the only thing I keep doing in my head is just guessing over and over again. Yeah, and it's it's an edge of your seat type drama. Yeah, with. I want to make sure I say this right. Priyanka Chopra. I mm-hmm. think it's Deepak Chopra's daughter. Mm. She is one of the stars. She's beautiful, really smart, great actress. Um, so it's got to be a good show. It's one of the top new shows of the fall. So the series premiere Sunday, September 27th, 10, 9 central on ABC. Awesome. And we'll definitely be covering that here at After Buzz. And in case you guys are on iTunes and you don't know, we're also over on YouTube. So youtube.com slash After Buzz TV. Uh, and you can find us always on all the social medias at After Buzz TV. Wherever you are, uh, give us that five stars, that thumbs up, write a comment. We read everything you guys have to say. We, we, yep. we love talking to you. Um, whether you guys are fans at home or even the cast of the show that's been watching the show, we appreciate all the support from you guys retweeting our, our video and yes. and hopefully coming in to talk to us in the studio. So uh, that's been really, really cool. And that's mostly because you guys, you followers at home, have been hyping up this show. So that's great. Keep up the, the good work. We really, really appreciate it. And by the way, if they want to continue talking to you about this show, where can they tweet at you? You can find me on Instagram or Twitter at Tina Cap. Okay. And you guys can find me at Roxy Stryer. Uh, and let's move back into Terry stuff because... It's date night tonight. So we're on ladies night, but this is, this is ladies date night going on. And all right, Christine's pissed. She doesn't want to go. She doesn't like going out with Celeste for X, Y, and Z. This happens. I mean, I'm not in a relationship. I don't have, but I see this kind of thing happen on TV. So I have to assume that it's true in life. That's how my life works. I think it happens (laughs) on TV. It must be true. This happens all the time where one wife couple doesn't want to go out with another wife couple. Like that, that's pretty normal. But with this, I was wondering, Christine's pretty pretty open. She's pretty awesome. Like, I couldn't really picture her not getting along with somebody. What exactly is wrong with Celeste? Now, I still don't think I... I know the answer because Celeste caused a big deal at dinner. But if she does that every time, then... Then when they say this time's the last time, wouldn't last time have been the last time? Yeah. So do we think this is the first time she's caused a big scene like that, or...? I don't think so, because... It almost seemed like, I don't, I don't know. Maybe this is the first time it's been like a public scene, but maybe at home that she, you know, calls him out all the time. Right. But it was really nasty, that fight back and forth between Vince and Celeste. That yeah. was really nasty. Well, Not he, like typical husband was, wife well, stuff. Well, yeah, she was hitting him way below the belt, basically saying, you know, her, her mom never wanted her to marry him and, said, oh, well, you can throw out your uh, Upper East Side dreams out the window and all that kind of stuff. And that's just, that's, for anyone, that's hurtful. But especially for a man who wants to support their family and support their wife and be the provider, to hear that, like, he's less than and he never lived up to her expectations or her mother's and all that kind of stuff, I would be upset, too, if I was Vince. Yeah, I would, but then he responds, he fights fire with fire. Yeah. And he comes back at her, hey, no way, you never could have. Yeah, you were hot back in the day, but it would have just been a hookup. Like, who do you think you are? You would have been with a plumber or whatever he says to her. Yeah. Did you feel like what they said to each other was an equal below-the-beltness? Or do you feel like one was kind of more in the wrong than the other? Um, I feel like... 
it was maybe more Celeste in the wrong by a small margin, only because they're out with Vince's friends. Like, Terry is Vince's friend, and Christine is just friends, another air quote, friends, by, you know, association, basically. It's not like, I'm sure they don't hang out if it's not with the guys. Right. So it was kind of, one, it's embarrassing to do in front of one of his co-workers and friends, and two, you're in a public place, and she started it. And, you know? and the other thing she does is she starts talking about work and she starts to spill what it is that Vince and Terry are doing. Yes. Now, did you think she knew Christine knew, she thought Christine knew all that stuff? Or do you feel like she was trying to give Christine new information? I don't think she thought either of those things. You don't I think, think she thought she about Christine? Say, yeah, I think she was just saying it because she was just having diarrhea of the mouth at that moment in time. And I don't, yeah, I don't think she, thought about Christine knowing or not knowing. Now, Vince claims that Celeste knows this information because she must have heard him on the phone or whatever. Do you think Vince is actually sitting down and even though they have this crazy weird relationship that he uses Celeste as his confidant? Or do you think that Celeste really is overhearing this, reading his mail, whatever it is? I don't know. I think from the little bit that we've seen of their dynamic, I would assume that it's she's hearing overhearing his conversations like being a little nosy on him yeah because i can't that that seems like a very volatile relationship and it doesn't seem like there's much like honey can i talk to you about work it's really stressful this is what's going on right you know so i would say she's probably snooping on him okay she seems like the snooper type i just think that this is foreshadowing something because terry was pissed yeah terry was like you can't this is inappropriate i mean if Vince and Celeste have this bad of a relationship, a divorce isn't out of the question, or at least we know he's stepping out on her. She might be stepping out on him. We don't know who she would be stepping out on. We don't know what she could repeat to somebody. We don't right. know what she's doing in her free time. I don't think this is the last we've heard. We know we're not going out to dinner with them again. Yeah. That's what they're saying. But I think that this couple is coming back, and something really bad is going to happen because Celeste is going to open her mouth. Well, already, at least in my opinion, opinion I feel like, Vince's, if you remember in the last couple of episodes, it seems like Vince's connections, his, you know, informants, his people that he's supposedly close with that tell him about these secret game, poker games and illegal things that go on are kind of not as tight with him. Because remember, they, uh, when Terry got the list and everything, Vince had no idea about it. And right. one of his informants was the one I think that told I don't know. So I felt like already Vince's relationships were starting to kind of unravel. And with this new information that we know with Celeste knowing as much as she does, I think that that might cause a really big issue for Vince and the rest of the plainclothes guys. Because yeah, they're, if their informants don't trust them and all that kind of stuff, it's not they're not going to be able to do their jobs basically i agree but i think one of two things is happening here i I think what you're saying where his relationships are unraveling and vince really isn't aware of um his surroundings or aware of who these people are and he's getting played or vince is playing us and he really is spilling this to celeste and he really does know about all these games and he has way more information that he's letting on and he's pocketing stuff because we find out tonight that he's able to afford a place 
that right now Terry can't afford. That's true. I didn't put two and two together when that when they said that, but now that makes more sense because I think Anna and Phil and I talked about it last week that we thought and one of the potential scenarios was that Terry, I mean, uh, Vince was taking more than whatever everyone else's get was on these um, busts. Yeah, I guess. so maybe he is. I'm not sure, sense. but I I know that in all the on any great show like this, somewhere somebody that we're trusting isn't to be trusted. There's a mole. There's a rat. There's probably a few of them. Yes. and I got my eye on him. I don't know how much I trust him. Yeah, I agree with you. And speaking of money and getting a lot of money, Roxy, have I'm, you heard of DraftKings? Yeah, and I'm in. I, I could use some some dough, so tell me how. Yeah, girl. I mean, they're giving away $10 million in prizes. You could win $1 million, $2 million by just putting your team together. It's so easy. It's so fun. Fantasy football. Who doesn't like fantasy football? Especially this girl, big I'm, football girl. Yes, I won. I won both leagues last week. Congratulations! Looking to uh, keep that streak alive. But yeah, what the beauty about DraftKings is that there's no commitment. It's not a season long thing. So you can go in there and do a week and set up your lineup and win a lot of money. That's awesome. But. Go to DraftKings.com and enter the promo code BUZZ, B-U-Z-Z. Kind of like after Buzz. Exactly. I see what you did there. Exactly. Because we can't put on these wonderful shows without our great sponsors, DraftKings being one of them. So we partner with them. They help you out with our promo code by getting your free uh, login to draft and do your thing. And then we get to give you this great public morals after show. And hey, if you end up winning a million dollars, let us know. Yes. Then you gotta tweet it. <laughs> you have to. Yeah, we, we gotta know. Awesome. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad that I wish that these people knew back then that they could just be doing drafting and they wouldn't have to be illegally trying to pocket this money. Yeah. yeah. I think a lot of things would be different if they, <laughs> if they were, this show was in the 21st century. I, I definitely agree. I definitely agree. So going back to Vince here, I don't, I don't trust him, uh, but I'm, I'm still not positive. But then again, I'm not even sure if I trust Terry because he's not telling his wife everything. So I have a theory that maybe he could actually afford a bigger place, but he doesn't want his wife to start asking questions because she is the question-asking type. And so he's making it seem like he's not making as much money so she doesn't know he's doing illegal stuff. I agree with you. I think that also a part of it is doesn't he live in the neighborhood where he grew up? Yeah. So I think part of him doesn't want to leave that neighborhood, even though he is in a tiny apartment. That's true, too. But there's got to be more than a one-bedroom. I mean, you can't have two guys, one being 13-year-old, another being a little younger, and a little girl all in one bedroom. I mean, you can. There's worse living situations. But for somebody who's a cop, for somebody who's pocketing money, for somebody whose colleagues are living way more lavishly, I feel like, come on, you you can't get a... A couple bedroom place? No, I think he can. I I think that we will find out what he's kind of hoarding this money for. Hmm. I think there's something. You know what I mean? Like, what could he be paying for? Or maybe he, maybe he is in on the gambling stuff on the side and owes people a lot of money or something. Oh, and good theories. You know? I'm liking these theories. Uh, it was interesting that another theory you had, or not even theory, but observation while we were watching, which I hadn't even really thought about, is that tonight we saw them intimate and we hadn't really seen much of that. We've seen them like kind of poke fun at each other. We've seen them with the family dynamic, but we saw them 
kiss and touch and be naked in bed together. Uh, were you expecting that? Were you surprised by that? Um, I wasn't surprised because I was waiting for this to happen. I mean, four episodes in and we finally get the husband and wife to kiss. We haven't even seen them kiss, let alone like touch each other. He's barely touched her the entire season so far. And I just felt like that husband wife dynamic was so awkward for the first couple of episodes. So it was nice because, you know, that in, I think it was last episode where he leans on the bed and he's like, says something blah, 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 gorgeous. Like that was about the most interaction romantically that we got between them. What do you think they're trying to show us right now? Well, what are they trying to tell us? That's what I'm trying to figure out. I'm not 100% certain if maybe it's just she, because she seems like such a almost laid back type wife in one sense, but then in the other sense, obviously, like we you mentioned earlier, she questions a lot of things that he does, but mm-hmm. she kind of just goes with the flow as well. Yeah. But I'm thinking maybe she's starting to kind of get more suspicious. They've been together for a long time. Yeah. And it seems like he's been playing this game for a long time, the, the pocketing money, the whatever he's doing. And so if her, if her son is 13, you have to figure that they've been together at least 14 years. Right. So if that's how long that they've been married and she hasn't caught on, she's not suspicious that he's doing weird stuff, then I don't know. Maybe she's the kind of person who wants to turn the other way. Or maybe she does know more than she's letting on. Um, for somebody who is so inquisitive, I would think she would be that she'd be checking up a little more. Maybe she just really trusts him. It's just yeah. an interesting relationship. And, uh, you know, earmuffs for a second. If you didn't watch what happened the, the first episode, they showed a preview for the season, but we do see her kind of walking out on him. And I, I have to just keep thinking to myself, like, all right, what, what's going to happen here? What is she going to find out? What is going to be the straw that breaks the camel's back? Well, then maybe my prediction plays into that, that she finds out about, him doing something out like owing right. all this money to some gambling debt or some I don't know something else that we don't we know. don't even know about yet yeah um, we don't know and yeah I guess we'll find out so he that that's date night for us he ends up having that really sick hotel by the way that place was beautiful yeah beautiful um, and he's really not paying attention to what's going on with Mr. O really doesn't want to figure out what's happening here unlike our friend Richie I think, before we get to Richie, I think that Terry knows, he knows that Rusty's involved, but but he he doesn't doesn't want to get into it. Right, he doesn't want to do it. he knows what it's going to cause, the drama that it's going to cause, you know, between, because they even said at, I think it was at the wake or after the funeral or whatever, when, um... Or who was and it? in tonight's episode, he said it too. He said, uh, you know, at dinner, he said to Vince, hey, I don't want to deal with this. We know what happened, but we're going to just pretend, you know, that it's X, Y, and Z going on. Oh, it was, I'm sorry. It was when Papa Pat and Joe, mm-hmm. Papa Joe, whatever, was talking to Rusty and said, you know about the O'Bannons, you know about their, that family. And Rusty's like, oh yeah, they're all pigs. So clearly they know that the O'Bannons for the most part, aside from um, Mr. O, we're all, are all cops, and obviously all right. the patents are crooks and criminals, so I think Terry knows that it's going to be it's a, war. a blowout. Yeah, yeah, it's a war waiting to happen. We're just pushing off the inevitable. Right. Uh, that's what Terry's doing. Richie is trying to speed up the process, because Richie looked at Mr. O 
as a father. Uh, and it's a strange thing because Richie has a cousin named Bobby. And you never know when it's with family. It's like, okay, does Bobby look at Mr. O as a father? Like, what is his relationship? Uh, but Bobby doesn't seem to be on the same page as Richie at all. Um, I don't know how you are with your cousins, but I'm not, I'm not taking like trash can barrels to their face. No. <laughs> it was really, really aggressive. Um, I was surprised that Teresa left with Bobby even. Yeah. Like Bobby was like, I'm out. I don't want any part of this. He, we saw him earlier with Teresa. I looked for a second like Teresa might stay. Oh yeah. She was totally lingering. And obviously we saw later in the episode why. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Yeah, I agree with you. I think that, but I, I think that's Richie's character. He's very, um, uh, there's, I'm, I, the right word is escaping me right now, but he's badass. Yeah, but also <laughs> he thinks, he doesn't really think things through. He's very rash. Yeah, he acts very rash. He, you know, is thinking more with emotions rather than with a clear brain. Cause like you said, he saw Mr. O as a father. So for him, he's just revenge, revenge, revenge. I, I have to figure out who not to tie it back in or anything, but <laughs> I just love when this panel mentions revenge. Yes. But you know what I mean? He's acting on, on emotions and adrenaline and absolutely, but he is an aggressive person. Clearly we see that come out. He's pissed. Yeah. He's pissed. And all he can think about is getting payback for right. the person that he considered his dad. And he can't see why somebody else wouldn't be trying to do the same thing. So not only is Bobby, his cousin, not wanting to do the same thing, not only is his friend, his right-hand man, like, sorry, I have to do something, but also Smitty, yeah. who's supposed to be Mr. O's other best friend, doesn't want to do anything either. So Richie is dead alone in this endeavor. Everybody's kind of like, hey, not my problem. Not my thing. I think that's fuel to the fire for him. Right. Absolutely. He's like, if I want something done, I'm going to have to do it myself. I'm not going to wait for anybody. So he does go to Smitty. He tries to like maybe team up with him until he realizes, is Smitty involved in this somehow? And I am so, uh, what are you thinking about that? Do you think, what do you think Smitty knows? What do you think he doesn't know? I think that there's a great chance that he was involved in the murder of Mr. O because look at what he's quote unquote inherited from his death. Right. You know what I mean? He's taking over his entire uh, section of the city or whatever you, however they call it. He had know? a lot to gain. Exactly. Yeah. It, it's and he's playing, he's playing a little dumb when it comes to a lot of these interactions too. Like when everyone kind of asks him about it, he first had said, um, I think to Terry, oh, well, you know, his son, his son hated him. So it was probably him. Right. You know, he's acting a little kind of smug and, and, oh, I don't know anything, but. And he's trying to get people not to talk about it. He's yes. trying to shut everybody up. It's interesting because. The day the murder happened, the next moment, the next episode, we knew that Rusty was the killer. Yeah. And I was thinking, how is this show going to keep everybody interested? I, I figured that the whole series would be, the whole season would be about who murdered Rusty, uh, sorry, who murdered Mr. O. We immediately find out it was Rusty. Right. But now we're finding out that we don't know the whole story. And that's what I'm loving so much. Because usually it's the murder mystery who actually did it. This is like, why did Rusty do it? Who knew about it? Who put him up to it? Yeah. And this is where my last week theory came in. This is, I, I think that Rusty either is sleeping with Mr. O's wife or now the widow or 
wants to and saw Mr. O kicking the crap out of her and then murdered him. Yeah, I think that you are 100% right with that. And we talked about it last week, too, because you see him, you know, grab her hand and say he wants to come over and make sure she's okay at the funeral and stuff. And but I'm thinking and I think from what I remember, Anna and Phil agreed that we think Rusty it's it's more that maybe they had a fling and Rusty loves her or likes her more than she likes him. Mm, it, it might be, but my question is, if that is what the case is and that's why he murdered him, then how is Smitty involved? Right. How did he know? So that I I don't think that that is the only reason why he maybe, murdered him. Maybe Smitty knew that Rusty had these feelings and maybe Smitty planted the seed and let Rusty know what Mr. O was doing. Maybe, we don't know. We don't yeah. know the whole story. But somehow there are a lot of players involved here. We don't know the extent of it. Uh, and this whole season one, I think, is going to be dedicated to figuring that out and to the characters figuring that out too, which is really interesting. Smitty tells Richie to F off. He's yeah. like, I, I want nothing to do with this. Richie thinks he's involved. Richie goes to his buddy. He's like, we gotta, we gotta kill these people. We gotta go get them. Buddy's like, no, sorry. It's my game tonight. Richie has one of the most badass scenes in television, which, oh my God, got chopped off on the DVR right before Tina yeah. Cap came in. She was screaming. She was like, you have to watch it. Yeah. No, I was so upset when I thought there was a chance Roxy wouldn't get to see the best scene of the entire episode. Yeah, but then I did and oh my god, was it worth me uh, figuring out how to find it because holy crap, dude. Yeah. He comes in with this epic speech to the bar. Epic. Yeah, because he he plays it off like so, you know... Well, yeah, you know, you didn't know Mr. O was like my father and tells the whole backstory that we didn't ever hear before. Yeah, and it's it's ex, it's expository for us. Like, we're, it, it kind of is, but it was necessary for right. the mood. It was so cool, and we got to figure everything out, but in a great way. And you can see it in their faces when he's done with a story that they know. Yeah. They just know, and he takes out the... And he, he, doesn't, he doesn't take out a gun and shoot the... He butchers them. Butch. Butchers yeah. them. He, he kills Rogers... And he kills O'Reilly. Yeah. Dead. I mean, no chance that either of them are coming back from this, right? This wasn't like a... No, no he, he yeah. slit his throat. I, the I, first guy, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, but that, I don't know. You just see, I watch a lot of zombie shows, so you never know where it's going. Well, with we've seen plenty of episodes where we think someone's dead and they return from the dead yeah. on revenge. So anything's, mom, happen, anything's possible, I should yeah, say. Yeah, but the, I think these two are as dead as dead can be. And oh my gosh, uh, this was like letting us know Hey, this Richie character, he doesn't talk a big game and not follow through. What he says he's going to do, he's going to do. And the next thing he says he's going to do is kill Rusty. Yeah. So I don't know how Rusty's going to get out of that one. Maybe Rusty's going to rat out Smitty. Maybe Smitty is the bigger target. Who knows? It's going to be really interesting to see what's going on there. So uh, we're going to go to talking about something that isn't bloody and gory now and and is more about sex and and cooking, Mm. (laughs) which is Sean and Deirdre. Uh, I I think that this is the couple that I'm so worried about. They, like, make my heart pound when they're on screen together. I love watching them. It's so sexy. Yeah. But then I see Sean with other people, and we hear Babs, the roommate, kind of worried about it today. I, I have to pick your brain on what you think of Deirdre and Sean and if this is actually legit or if Sean might be sleazy. 
I think that he truly does care about her and is interested in her. Clearly, they have history because they grew up together. Right. Um, but well, he even kind of says it in the car. They make fun of him for being in love, and he doesn't correct them. But he, yeah, he doesn't correct them. But he's, you know, he says, "Oh, it's it's heading that way." But he so, also says that he's not getting married because there's so many beautiful girls in the city. Right. But I think he was just saying that to play to the prostitutes and kind of like with the mood. I think that he is a good guy, but I don't think like mentally, I don't think he's at the right place to actually commit to her. So I think it will end up bad just because, I mean, you saw the way that he reacted when his father was killed. Right. He, it was, obviously not a normal reaction even though everyone does grieve in their own ways but he clearly hated him and rightfully so i mean he beat his mother all the time so i don't take anything away from that but you just saw how and who knows what he did to him you saw how unstable he was in that scene so clearly yeah he's i don't think he's just mentally in a place for a serious committed relationship i think uh, and this is the iconic one that I go to, but I think that Sean and Deidre are the Ross and Rachel of the show. Yeah. I think that we're going to be together. I think that he's going to not be able to handle it or if for whatever reason. We see tonight she's an awesome chick. She's got her own dreams. She wants to be a journalist. She's at Sarah Lawrence. Uh, she wants to write for the Times. She's got her own stuff going on and she is a match for she she matches his wit you know he, yeah. he's not used to that he's used to these women that are way sloppier um you know he got too drunk at BC had to drop out all of that so i think that they're, they're going to be together they're going to fall in love something's going to happen either he's going to cheat or she's going to find out about the bad things he's doing cuz she is questioning him being a cop now yeah we're going to split up and then finally by the end of the series not the season but the series hopefully they're going to end up back together i think they both have a lot of growing to do before then and, and figuring things out. Yeah, so I agree. So it'll be interesting to to watch them develop. But for now, oh my God, they just have such amazing on-screen chemistry that like yeah. it gets a little hot in the room when I'm watching. I'm a little jealous of Deirdre, I'm not going to lie. Oh, are you? Yeah, yeah I, I get that. I get that. And honestly, I, w- I was wondering if Babs felt the same way when she pulls her roommate out of bed about the gun and is like, really, with a cop? Like, what are his plans? Well, yeah, I thought that was weird and unnecessary that scene i don't know huh like picking up the gun yeah okay he's a cop what do you expect he has a gun you know it just i think it was just they were trying to lead into the part where she questions his you know yeah motives i guess yeah so her questioning his motives means that i'm starting to question his motives yeah uh and i'm 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 not hoping that they separate but I'm thinking that's the direction that we're going to go in. Yeah. I could see it happening. Okay, so Sean is also, so that's his love life, but of course he is a cop. So he's teamed up this week with Shay. Uh, and Shay is this guy who's kind of bouncing around from partner to partner right now and trying to figure out the ropes. We don't know if we trust Shay. Shay doesn't know if he trusts us right now. Uh, what did you think about the scene of them in the car where Shay is asking Sean so many questions? Like, where'd you go to college? Why did you drop out? Like, what about your uncle? Or who? all of these things he's asking so many questions does that make you skeptical of him um it didn't until you brought brought it up (laughs) and then i was like oh you know i just i guess i didn't really think anything of it i i don't know i like i mentioned to you earlier that 
the whole part of him being saying, oh, yeah, I'm happily married, blah, 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 blah. But then he ended up, you know, making out with the hooker at the poker thing. And probably sleeping with her because he was paid. Yeah. So that, you know, right there was like, okay, it was a little contradictive. So he's trying to play up this whole happily married guy, but he's clearly a sleazeball. Mm-hmm. So after you mentioned, oh, you know, he, he was asking a lot of questions. I'm like, well, you're right. He is... Maybe there is something off about him, or maybe he is, he does have ulterior motives. But then he was really, really weird to the prostitutes tonight, and he like tells them to shut up or something. Yeah, I think something's off with him for sure. Um, I just don't know what the deal is yet. Yeah, I don't know either. I don't know either. Uh, it was interesting to watch the dynamic of Sean with the prostitutes and going over and like being like, all right, two of you have to come with me. Um, it, it was a cool change of pace because usually we do see like prostitutes will run away from the cops, whatever. Yeah. It's just seemed like such routine. They've been through it. He gave them sandwiches. Uh, we know that Sean's just looking to get his, his cut of the money, his paycheck and just bring them in. So there's no, no, um, issues anymore yeah which was it was interesting to watch and uh honestly we saw sean and shay but we didn't really see charlie and pd mac and what they were doing until sean meets them at the bar and they talk the three of them talk about uh, we don't know about shay like careful around him yeah they're feeling exactly how we're feeling i was surprised on how little we saw charlie in tonight's episode though i know because he's been such a focal point character focal character whatever right especially with fortune yeah and we haven't seen her since the first episode either well we saw and after um when he beat up the yeah well when he when he brought her the money but since then there has been no you know mention of her and from the imbd list that i looked at she's in a lot of episodes so i'm wondering how she's gonna come back into play yeah well i definitely unless they develop my theory is that they might Charlie and Fortune might develop some sort of relationship. Right, even though he's with wife and kids and whatever. Well, no, that's his mom that he lives with. Remember, that, his wife, we don't know what happened to her. Oh, yeah. We, she either died or left. But didn't he have his children, though? Yes. Okay. So that's, that, well, that's we don't know about Fortune. a hole there, too. We don't know what happened to his wife. Okay. But, yeah, we talked about it last week that he clearly is, like, a nurturing caring he he didn't want anything sexual from her right he wanted to take care of her he wanted to help her he wanted her to get out of this you know take the money two thousand he, he didn't need to bring her the money yeah he, he didn't need to that easily and he did so yeah. that was interesting another random point but i just thought about it that um had to do with money tonight was rusty when he gave those uh that kid that lost his mom more money he gives him money then he's like, go home to your mom, whatever. And he's like, I don't have parents. And then he gives him more money. I was trying to figure out why they showed us that bit. Yeah. And is it to try to make us think to see that Rusty actually is kind of a good guy and he does try to take care of people or that he has a sensitivity to something in particular or I don't know. What did you take from that? I was very confused by it too because I, I think they wouldn't have showed that if it, I feel like everything, they don't show, they don't have certain scenes for no reason. Right. Everything, it's all important. Everything gets tied back in somehow. So I'm not quite sure what that scene was foreshadowing for us or what it was trying, what they were trying to show about Rusty's character. Um, I don't think, I feel like it was a, not a positive thing. I don't, not, not like to show his sensitivity. I feel like it was, I don't know. I just don't it feel... It gives you a weird feeling. Yeah, I felt like maybe 
he was like, oh, yeah, you don't have a mom. Like, oh, like, See, I took come it, work. I don't know, not come work for me, but you know, it, it was. I don't know. I took this as um, all the first week we're supposed to think, and the second week we're supposed to think that Rusty's this bad guy because he murdered this person, and we saw him also murder the other prostitute, um, and we saw, you know, he he's taken down people. But now I think that there might be bigger people behind this, and he actually could be trying to do it for good reasons. I don't know. It's tough. It's tough to tell yeah. what they're trying to show us. Uh, that's why you just have to keep your eyes peeled. Well, yeah, that's what's so great about the show is that we are thinking about it. We're we're wondering what, why did they show us that? It makes you think. Right. You're not just watching to watch and be like, oh, it was a good episode, whatever. My other favorite thing is that there are so many characters, and yeah. I'm invested in all of them. Like, because they're developing the character so well. Did you watch um, True Detective season one and two? Uh, two. I can't so to quit. That's where I'm kind of equating it to is season two's. They didn't. There were so many characters and they didn't develop them well. That I felt so confused nine times out of ten when I was watching that episode. Right. But now, or watching that series or season, I should say. But now in this show, there are even more characters, but they develop the characters so well and their storyline so well that. I'm not confused. You can have an amazing ensemble cast and you can still give us backstory and like depth to these yeah. characters, which is what they're doing. Uh, you, I, it's one of those shows you're just going to have to be patient with things because yeah. it, it takes a long time to develop these storylines, which is why I think that we're going to get a lot of seasons. Yes. All right. Let's get into some predictions about what we think is going to happen next week. And now, you're after Buzz TV. All right, hit me with something good. I'm putting you on the spot. Well, what is your major prediction? <laughs> it's tough because we didn't get to see the previews since it cut off, right. and I watched it on um, like on this Demand app called thing. Sling. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's pretty cool. But anyways, so I didn't get to see any previews either, but I'm thinking that Richie will get to uh, Rusty in the next episode because I did see at, in one of the... I forget if it was a preview or a maybe it was the thing that you were talking about where they showed like a preview of the whole season. But I see you see Rust or uh, Richie being held back like somebody's got his arms and he's like, you know, like yeah. like this. So I'm thinking maybe he gets to Rusty, but he's by himself, and some sort of altercation happens, but they pull him off, and I don't know what they're gonna do to Richie. Okay, all right. Um, going down a list of things that we talk about, I think that Vince isn't who we think he is right now. I think he's more in on this. Um, I think that definitely um, there we're going to see Bobby at some point. He's going to come back, cousin Bobby. I don't know how, but he's going to figure out about Teresa and Richie too, and that that's going to be a nightmare. Um, I think that Sean, uh, Deirdre, they've got a, a lot of work to do if they want to stick in this relationship because um, I don't think she's going to put up with his crap, and most women would, but I don't think she's going to. Uh, and I, I think that Shay, he might be a plant, he might be a mole, he, he really might be. So those are my predictions for this week. I also predict that we will be back next week with Koppel for Mayor, K-O-P-P-E-L-F-O-R 
M A Y O R. I was waiting for you to chime in with me. I love it. I just said that every every time. And with Phil Spitek, um, and obviously with Christina Kaplan. So where can they find you in the meantime? You can find me oh, on uh, Instagram or Twitter at Tina Cap. You guys can find me at Roxy Stryer, us at AfterBuzz TV, AfterBuzzTV.com, YouTube.com slash AfterBuzz TV, on iTunes, on SoundCloud, wherever you are. Write us a comment, leave us a review so we know what you're thinking. Uh, we love talking with you guys, and we will see you next week, same time, same place. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. <laughs> 